0: The Agony Cast.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Agony Cast, where we are improving culture through friendly competition. And this episode, my guests are.
2: I'm Ryan Fartnoise of the Massachusetts Fart Noises.
0: I'm Lars,
3: and I left my heart in
0: Pittsburgh. I'm Nathaniel, and I'm too close to the microphone.
1: <laughs> and I'm Jeremy, the translator of the hit sci fi novel, The Three Penis Problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let's see. Uh, so, longtime listeners uh, will know. Fuck, what what do I even say here?
3: Long time um, Two minute (laughs) (laughs) win-it.
4: Two minute win-it.
1: So long time listeners will remember that we start with our two minute win-it round, wherein uh, we each have a theoretical uninterrupted two minutes to respond to a predetermined prompt. Uh, This time, that prompt was, What non-domesticated animal would make the best pet? Cannot be human. (laughs) And Ryan, I guess you're uh, kicking things off for us.
2: Okay, sounds great. So I actually I have a confession to make, which is that I couldn't come up with anything. So actually I sold my time to a sponsor. So I've got some content from a sponsor that actually relates to this question. So this is... Um, the sponsor who bought my time I've got a jingle and then some copy to read so uh, alright here we go so I'm going to sing the jingle okay so if you want a dolphin with a shark's bite or a cat with an anglerfish light why not go ahead and play
5: God and give a giraffe an elephant's spot or give your dog a tail like a peacock or give yourself a giant horse cock make sure to shout now, whisper about the miracle of CRISPR 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 makes things better than what they are. (laughs) Across the land, people are flipping their wigs over CRISPR, a killer diller miracle technology that lets man manipulate Mr. Darwin's DNA. CRISPR can turn a mouse into a lion, a lion into a lamb, and a lamb into your cousin Sam. Why, it can make a man who's a dead hoofer into a ducky shin cracker who will make the dames go khaki-wacky and ask, hey, sugar, are you rationed? Thanks to a team of escaped Nazi scientists who formed a completely legitimate company in international waters, now you can get your mitts on this dynamite new technology for not a lot of lettuce! Our mad scientists can turn any animal into any other animal, or create animals never before dreamed of in the phantasmagoria of the most fantastic imagination of man or gods! Turn a snake into a real-life hydra, turn your dog into the hellhound Cerberus, or combine every species into the most monstrous pet imaginable christ on a cracker it's CRISPR. <laughs> see our ad in the saturday evening post
2: so i guess the answer is uh you can make any pet you want mm. any uh undomesticated animal into anything you like with the miracle of CRISPR.
0: Mm. Mm. wow that's great yeah i think there were some domesticated animals listed
4: Oh, <laughs> well, you know, oh, I, uh, yeah, I'm
2: not sure that they catered this directly to our pro. You know, this is their that's ad fair. copy that goes that's, out to, that's fair. to
1: all
0: radio shows.
1: And in fairness, all of the domesticated animals listed had criminal records.
0: <laughs> mm, that's right. And apparently, they brought in Dr. Seuss for Punch Up. <laughs>
1: noticed that half of Dr. Seuss's books are fucking terrible. And I don't mean like the overt racism. In I uh, saw it on Mulberry Street. I mean, you know, he's got a lot of clever stuff, but then also some of it's just like, "There's a Bramish in my Bramish." <laughs> it's
2: just bullshit. Yeah. Well, they're impossible to read. Whenever my kids want to read those, I always like, "Because you're going to have to." I mean, they're designed to be very difficult to read. Thanks, Dr. Seuss. I just want to put my fucking kid to bed.
3: Do they ask, do the kids ask what every word is and you got to make it up? Or it's difficult
0: in a different way?
1: No, kids don't talk. <laughs>
3: well,
0: they don't care, yeah. You should hear the definitions Ryan comes up with for the key terms, though. <laughs> you Pop. don't want to
4: know
2: what I told my kid a Bramish was. <laughs> Check yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I've heard that about uh, about kids' books. Um, uh Somebody was complaining not long ago about where the wild things are, about how that's more inle- like creatively bereft than you remember it to be.
1: What's interesting to me is a lot of them are very kind of brief and empty. I don't know if that's a testament hmm. to your kind of creativity as a child, but, yeah, I mean, like, where, where the wild things are is like 10 pages.
2: Huh. But there's right. a lot going on in those 10 pages. There's some depth in there.
1: He does travel to another land and back before dinner is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
4: do As feel... As it turns out.
1: Yeah,
3: I, I do feel like that there's... Um, some, of those, some of those books do offer children the false promises of escaping to another land that eventually can only be accomplished through mind-altering drugs. So I don't know. I mean, like, that's... So what's you the know, problem? Yeah, you're and, right. Yeah, apparently, advertising.
0: Your guys' complaints are there's not enough exposition in children's books. Well, they
2: don't go to enough planets and where the wild things that's,
0: are. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: In fairness, they do go to
0: two, which
1: is quite a quite a lot. Not no, enough. No. Not that's, enough.
0: That's that's like going to one planet.
3: <laughs> the rule of two. Yeah. However many planets you've gone to, divide it by two.
0: If it's not at least a half dozen, I'm not watching
1: alright so anything else about the miracles of CRISPR
0: no that was that was fantastic yeah that was
1: better than our uh, speed round prompt which was cool stuff you can do with CRISPR (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to start dropping
2: a bunch of inside jokes at this point that only the four of us know because I think we are the only four listeners. Yeah, how is that any different? Yeah. And Lars's wife, thank you, Lars's wife. Yeah,
3: sometimes I mean, she listens to it, especially when she's yes. locked into a long road trip with me and I turn it on.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's just Lars's wife. And when you wife. turn on the child locks, <laughs> that's right.
3: Yeah, yeah, she sits in the back seat. Yeah.
1: My uh, my wife makes a concerted effort not to hear this, and I understand that because it's enough. You know, yeah. it's like I, yeah. I don't need more. Right? Why would why would our
2: wives listen to an extra hour of us prattling on yeah. about <laughs> inane things? They have that in real life, right? Yeah, my wife has never heard this, no- and I think she barely knows it
0: exists. It's it's overwhelming to even acknowledge that it's a thing. Much less listen to it.
4: Right.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Right.
2: Take the worst part of your day and turn it into a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then, honey, I made a podcast of the kids whining. Would you like to hear that?
1: (laughs) That's actually not a bad idea.
0: Winecast? Yeah. Just a couple
1: of minutes of a kid going, ah. Yeah, just to brighten
3: your day. But really specific. Podcast for the childless. Yeah. Yeah, that's good.
2: Or something my son likes to yell out a lot in crowds, which is, My penis is getting big,
0: Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he learned that listening to you, though. Yeah. Brady, I learned <laughs> it from watching <laughs> you. Oh, man. It's, a, it's a play of what he hears from the, bath, from the bedroom, which is, Honey, my penis <laughs> is getting softer.
1: <laughs> and it's not from Ryan. Oh. No. Yeah.
0: Man,
3: so the uh, so what's the count up to in terms of the number of times he shouted that in a public place?
2: Uh, he sh- he went through about a month where he was shouting that a lot, including <laughs> including like next to some guys like business meeting that they were having. At, I don't know Starbucks or Barnes and Noble or something. Um, yeah, mostly it's at home, but uh, he will <laughs> shout it on the road sometimes. I mean, whenever your penis <laughs> he takes really, that on the road, doesn't? Yeah, it? that material. You got to shout about it. I said you can only do this outside of town. <laughs> yeah. He's stolen my bit. Mm-hmm.
1: All <laughs> right. Uh, anywho, uh, Lars, it looks like you're up next. Why don't you tell us what uh, non oh, <laughs> desic-
0: desiccated animal? Hey, I like. got
3: this. Don't even worry about an it.
1: Indestructible animal. <laughs> would make the best pet.
3: Here we go. <laughs> I want an alligator or a crocodile. Or a monitor lizard, I don't really know the difference. I think crocogators are the coolest animal, and I bet they're the most underrated party animal. Uh, Alligators lay around all day, they have paunchy bellies and jaws, and I could easily picture one with a beer in its hand, giving me a sly wink as we hoist one together. Critics would say that alligators don't do much, even when you think that they will. Uh, We've all seen that, right? You go to the zoo, you get to the reptile house, and there's a crocodile covered with pennies. (laughs) that cruel children throw at it. I don't know if that's just a Cincinnati thing. They used to keep the crocodiles down in this kind of dungeon-like grotto (laughs) under which truants could toss their unnecessary change. And that tossing of change is probably a sublimation of how we all feel toward animals at the zoo. Hey, animal, you think you're better than me? Well, you're in a cage, and I'm walking free. I didn't mean for this to be a Dr. Seuss-like poem. And you don't even know it, but even as we speak, I'm destroying your natural habitat with my badass car. I am man, and you are nothing. Anyway, alligators just lay there most of the time. Where's the fun in that? But it's perfect for me. I just want a lazy animal that I can sit around with, and we would look at each other with respect, tacitly saying, you're great. You're so strong, and you're such a good swimmer, but you've got nothing to prove. Other people say that you're lazy, but the truth is that you're so powerful It would be cruel to show everyone how mighty you are, too often. Better to lay back and not intimidate anyone. Good talk. The alligator would be my best (laughs) friend. The thing I most look forward to is when we watch a sad movie, and he starts crying, and then I say something (laughs) funny like, are those alligator tears? And then we both laugh (laughs) and hold each other. I seed the rest of my time.
1: Which you went over
2: (laughs) (laughs) I see the negative 45 seconds
4: Alligator tears
1: I do appreciate that you answered the question Yes Yes. (laughs) Some of us
2: actually answered the question yeah, um, Lars, I like this, but I picture this being like a Timothy Treadwell situation in the Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. I did. love these gators. These yeah. gators are my best friends.
3: I know. Well, it was yeah. a stingray that took him out, and I thought about a stingray, too, but, That's uh...
1: Steve Irwin. <laughs> the yeah. stingray came back for him, too? <laughs> That's <all> right. <laughs> that
2: stingray's bloodlust can't be sated. It was
3: like a Jaws 2 situation.
2: God, that'd be
1: great. The grizzly man was killed by a stingray <laughs> out of water. <laughs>
2: second shooter theory
3: (laughs) yeah is that okay that mentally I've entirely collapsed Steve Irwin and uh weirdly enough
0: I've collapsed Steve Irwin and Woody from Cheers oh yeah they're all (laughs) yeah
2: Steve Irwin almost played Woody from Cheers he was the second choice crikey (laughs) that's
1: how Steve Irwin goes Yeah. You know I um the the
2: it would be sad if the crocodile ate you but I would see incredibly haunting footage of Werner Herzog listening to a tape of you being devoured <laughs> mm-hmm. and then telling me Ryan you must never listen yeah. to this. He would not share the audio you with the Academy. Must destroy this tape.
3: I always like to think if you listen really hard during that scene when he's listening, you can hear it too. Like, I always screams, lean in. Yeah. I mean, like, should du- we should
2: make a cut that dubs that in. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming and growling. That's you can see really
0: Herzog's good. pants getting tighter, though.
1: <laughs> Daddy, my peepee got big. <laughs> the erection is grotesque.
2: <laughs> oh. When I look at this footage of the swamp,
0: I picture the murkiness of Lars's soul. <laughs> he is the albino crocodile.
3: Now he's just listening. He's just listening to the audio, right? He's not watching a tape. He's not. Watching That's
2: right. Yeah. For some reason, Timothy Treadwell had recording. Of right. his own demise.
3: Ooh. And
0: stills. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly for the bears' publicity. And a gif, a funny gif.
1: <laughs> I
5: can't bear it! That's <laughs> oh, a trending meme.
1: <laughs> that face when you face come off.
4: <laughs> 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 See
0: how with it I am? Just like That's Dr. Great. Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're plugged in.
1: All right, anything else about this uh, reptile?
0: So, Lars, is it suggested at the beginning that, that you're looking at a, a statue of a crocodile that people are throwing pennies on? No, no,
3: it's a real crocodile. Yeah, a real they throw crocodile. pennies at this yeah. poor, this poor crocodile.
0: Like Pygmalion?
3: Yeah, I mean, I like to think that you know I could build a statue of the crocodile so beautiful it would come to life, but <laughs> that people would throw pennies at it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> that's, that's the mark of
0: that's the verisimilitude. I'm looking. It's at. so it's so lifelike. I can't help but throw pennies at it.
3: Oh God, I just want to mock its natural form.
1: You know, um, when I went to the ki- uh, to the zoo as a kid, um, the hippo was in what now would be considered a small enclosure. Huh. And it was kind of, you know, submerged, but not completely. And right. it did have stuff on its back, like little twigs and pennies. I assumed people whipped him at the hippo trying to get it to move.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, those,
3: that's a brutal animal. I think that they were oh, yeah. just trying to keep it in its place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, here's a penny to not attack me, hippo. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that kid got in there with the gorillas. We just... Threw the kid in like a penny. (laughs)
3: That's right. Here, gorilla god.
0: (laughs) It was a a sacrifice. It was a sacrifice.
3: That's what people don't tell you about. And then they killed the gorilla, which destroyed the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But the gorilla was also a sacrifice.
2: That was a second sacrifice.
3: (laughs) That's right, yeah. (laughs) To the cops.
2: All right. All right.
1: Any other jibber jabber?
2: Mm -mm. Uh, That was good, Lars. I enjoyed it.
0: Thanks very much.
1: And I guess, Nathaniel, it's your turn. I'm not going to say what it is again.
0: (laughs) Okay. No, I'm not obliged to answer it uh, I'm going with giraffes oh. Giraffes are cute With their spots And their dexterous Sexually suggestive tongues mm. Those little sprouts they have At the top of their heads Their long tails And their exposed genitalia <laughs> But giraffes are also proof That God exists And that evolution is a lie <laughs> Are their long necks for sex? Or are they for competitive browsing? I don't know And guess what? Neither does science. <laughs> science fails to answer these fundamental questions. And pretty easy questions. And it can't answer them. And its answers don't come from smug nerds like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Giraffes are four-legged fuck used to science. <laughs> They're long necks, a middle finger to penciled necks and needle dicks and lab coats. <laughs> Plus, imagine all the cute outfits you could make for a giraffe, <laughs> <laughs> and all the fun costumes you could make for Halloween. Mm. Plus, you can slide down their necks for fun, <laughs> or you can use them to get your cousin out of jail, or to spy on naked ladies on the second floor. <laughs> Possibilities are endless. Also, check out God is Not Dead, God is Not <laughs> Dead 2, God's Not Dead, A Lightness in the Darkness on VOD. Thank you. Mm. Wow, it, which
3: one's the giraffe? Now?
2: I didn't know about the third one. Is um, I guess uh, the Hercules guy isn't in that one too, is he? Yeah, I don't. I don't I, know. I, I I've not seen, seen it yet.
0: First, war. Lou Ferrigno. No, yeah, Lou Ferrigno <laughs> as Kevin Sorbo in God Is Not Dead.
1: He disproves evolution because he can't hear. <laughs> don't worry, he won't hear this. Yeah. Uh, I
2: like the outfits. I mean, uh, like a turtleneck yeah. mm-hmm. for a giraffe would be. Oh, amazing. It's gonna put you in the poorhouse, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and the scarves you could do.
0: I was thinking mm. scarves and ties, yes. neckties. Oh yeah. yeah, hilarious neckties. Yeah, like one of those yeah. one of those U boat captain sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> what about
3: a saddle? Can you ride a giraffe? They've got a hump. <laughs> okay, you well, know it. That's promising.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that like they, they have got, they've got a hump. hump. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> filthy Something out of uh, a Dr. Seuss book.
0: I think you'd write it around the base of the neck. Use mm. the hump as a kind of reclining you you'd write a giraffe recumbent style.
3: Let's own the recumbent giraffe. That exactly. Very relaxing. Yeah.
2: So could you use this like if you had a were on the second floor, you could use the giraffe to slide down to the first floor, kind of like a Flintstone oh, style. It's exactly it's a G. Yeah.
0: Plus is right. it Plus, as a getaway, if the naked ladies see you seeing yeah. them, you can
4: <laughs> wh- wh-
3: wh- wh-
0: wh- go down the back of the giraffe's neck. So would the giraffe
3: would the giraffe have a... I mean, would you have a hole cut in the floor for the giraffe? Right. Um. So you can slide down
1: to the next floor, then the giraffe steps into an open fire escape. <laughs>
0: right. You'd just be outside, Lars. Don't be uh, fatuous.
3: Waiting for you like a
0: horse. Yes. Right. Yeah, your getaway right. giraffe. that's They've got okay. real long getaway sticks. A giraffe away. We, we could do. We can have a better. We'll workshop things.
4: it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeremy will fix right. this in post.
3: Yeah. A giraffe.
1: i I'll, I'll fix this by cutting
2: everything. A giraffe. <laughs> do you have deep fakes of all of us at this point? Like, can't you just write this all up and use deep fakes? Yeah. To this whole it?
1: thing is just just done yeah. with uh, text and a speech synthesis. <laughs> all this is just bots fighting with each other. <laughs>
2: All right, good, good. I like both of these actual animals, though I still think you should think about a gator. <laughs>
1: Why not? CRISPR can make it happen.
0: I don't, that doesn't track. I don't, I don't believe that.
1: All right, well... uh no, God's eyes. I might have a yeah. challenge for CRISPR then here. So um, we'll right. turn it over to me. And unfortunately, I was unable to identify the correct answer. Uh, but through <laughs> hard-won experience... I can confirm that the following animals should be eliminated from contention. Hmm. Pistol shrimp, arson ferret, racist duck, curious George, curiouser George,
4: Detroit lions,
1: all species of birds, incontinent zebra, out of continent zebra, any zebra, feral six-toed Hemingway cat, a basket of apes, Captive Willie. <laughs> a man called horse. Two children inside of a horse costume. Two children. Boobo the mechanical owl. Jesus yeah. Fish. Mouse a dog. beetles, Beatles. Bugs, Meanie and the Tigers. Blondie, Hitler's German shepherd. El Chupacabra. La Chupacabra. Nosotros Chupacabramos. White Fang, the Rats of Nim, Hey. Toxoplasma gondii, Toxoplasma gondii, Toxoplasma gondii, Toxoplasma (laughs) gondii, Stool Pigeons, Charmander, the Leather Pony, and Fertile Turtle. (laughs) These non-domesticated animals would not, repeat, not make the best pet. The search continues. Uh.
3: So is it the adjective that makes them non domesticated?
1: Uh, can you give me an example of what you're talking <laughs> about? If you Fine. think that Hitler's dog Hitler's is domesticated, dog.
2: you got another thing coming Lars. Yeah, so. That's
3: fair. So fertile turtle. So I mean you couldn't you could you have a could you have a sort of a you know, like a vasectomy turtle?
1: Too potent. Okay. I don't think it would Still. take yeah. You yeah. need a couple of cups. It actually okay. would have the
2: same vasectomy story as Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. It would talk about the talking heads the whole time. Right, that's right. There was
1: briefly a fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. The, yeah the, um, the Rats of Nim hurt. That, that felt like a low blow.
2: You know, they're foul mouthed. One of the Rats of Nim swears, and I remember as a fifth grader to hear a swear in a cartoon was shocking. Have to you me.
1: Uh, read the book, Mrs. Frisbee and the oh, Rats of Nim? Like, oh, sure. Like about 20 Have times. I read the book. <laughs> it's quite different from the, yeah. From the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still want
2: to put the house in the lee of the stone.
1: What's I haven't watched. Yeah, that's in there. Yeah. There are rats, mm-hmm. but they get electrocuted accidentally. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and they end up yeah uh,
2: getting tested for cosmetics, right?
0: In the uh, end, that's the sequel.
3: Is it a yeah. s- and is it a se- Are there any secrets?
1: Uh well you got super smart rodents, I think that's pretty much how that That
0: That qualifies Lars. Good lord.
3: I'm sorry. (laughs) Excuse me for being scientific.
1: Curiously that also what makes them a bad pet. They're constantly judging you. You oh, yeah. that? And
2: they're swearing all the time. <laughs> yeah, around you have the to kids. Smash those
3: rats with a rock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad does not care for those rats at all.
0: He'll get up the Fuck. taser prod, sex money rats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, well, that's that. Before we move on to the uh, speed round... Oh, and by the way, uh, this episode sponsor is Quip Toothbrush. Put this robot's penis in your mouth. $100 <laughs> goddamn dollars federal, Quip Toothbrushes. Um, it's been quite some time since we released an episode, and clearly we haven't spent the interim creating any new material. Um, Lars, you may not be aware of this, but our first episode was recorded on July 9th, 2015. Wow. That means we're almost at our fourth year, and in that time, we've recorded almost six full episodes. (laughs) So I thought it would be fun to go back a few years into the show's archives. Uh, You all probably remember that way back in episode, we took some time to record (laughs) predictions about the far-flung year of 2019. Uh, My production assistant, Kenneth, here pulled the clips of those prognostications, so I thought we might revisit them to see how things panned out. I guess we can go in the same order here, uh, Kenneth. If you could cue up Ryan's prediction, um, and then Ryan will. Sure, and I, I
2: think I know the one that you're talking about here, which is it's a little bit off from what you were talking about, but it is it is a notable <laughs> prediction. Um, this, was, this clip here that we're about to play from the old audio is from our 2009 episode um, where we discussed the apocalyptic thriller 2012 uh, starring John Cusack. Um, and so confused. I made some shocking predictions in this episode so let's see how they panned out so kenneth can you roll that clip for me okay i know we all thought that 2012 was a cracking good yarn of a movie but it made me read up on some of the 2012 conspiracy theories and i have some dire warnings for our listeners on december 21st 2012 the earth will experience an apocalyptic galactic realignment which, according to the Shiva hypothesis, will cause the formation of a supermassive black hole, Sagittarius A, at the center of our galaxy. Together with the vertical oscillations made by the sun on its 250 million year orbit, this galactic realignment will trigger another mass extinction. At the same time, a sudden geomagnetic reversal, AKA a pole shift, triggered by a solar flare that releases energy equal to 100 billion atomic bombs, will cause the Earth's pole to drastically shift. Further, the hidden planet Nibiru will collide with the Earth at this exact moment, causing the total destruction of both worlds. If that weren't bad enough, at this exact same moment, red supergiant star Betelgeese will supernova on this very day at the same time that aliens from the planet Anaki will invade. Beware, listeners, December 21st, 2012. Count on it. All right, thank you, Kenneth. So, um, oh, oh, also there was one more little clip from that. Kenneth, can you roll that (laughs) other little piece for me? Yeah, it's Kenneth forgot about this part. And an unrelated prediction, 2012 actor John Cusack will retweet anti-Semitic memes on June 17th, 2019. (laughs) All right, so that was an uncanny prediction (laughs) on the second part. Uh, It's amazing that I knew that. Your hit rate is 50 50. Yeah, 50 50. That I uh, saw that coming, that uh, John Cusack is a total monster. I don't know why you bothered
0: to share predictions when you knew the world was going to (laughs) end in 2012.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, some of us may have survived those four simultaneous (laughs) cataclysms. Um, The survivors (laughs) remain in a blasted (laughs) hellscape. With Twitter readily available. Um, you know, so obviously that stuff didn't happen on December 21st, 2012, but I do have some shocking news uh, for the listeners. Cuss and I actually did some Mayan excursions looking for treasure before he was killed um, and by those Etruscan separatists. And we reanalyzed some of the Mayan calendar and found that it actually ends on December 21st, 2019. Mm-hmm. So all those things that I said are still yet to happen. So beware, listener. Beware! Also, a celebrity will tweet something terrible next week.
4: Hmm.
3: What what date was that in twenty nineteen?
2: Uh, December twenty first again. Okay. Yeah, just the you know those egghead scientists that Nathaniel was talking about were wrong in their initial hmm. calculations. But Cuss and I ran some numbers <laughs> and uh, figured it out.
3: So where's that secret planet? Do you have any sense where that secret planet's going to come from?
2: Yeah. What happens is that planet uh, goes on a vertical orbit instead of a horizontal orbit. And oh, so it's okay. been orbiting around the sun the other way, sharing mm. Earth's orbit, but they're going to collide with one another when its vertical orbit corresponds with our horizontal orbit. Like
1: Uranus, it's got the weirdest spin, <laughs> like a barrel, not yeah, a top. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. See, science proves it yet again. Huh. Well, <laughs> that's curious because most of this sounds uh, strikingly similar. To the plot of the direct-to-video God's Not Dead For. (laughs) (laughs) Those people know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Consulted scripture. Mm -hmm. Well, that was Chilling and Ryan, you've got a pretty solid response, right? All things considered. Uh, Now, Lars, you'll remember um, that you made a prediction as well. Uh, Kenneth, if you could cue that up for us.
3: Merry Christmas, 1969. (laughs) (laughs) This is Lars Fart Noise, broadcasting live from the summer of love, I mean the winter of love. It's time for my yearly predictions. Listen, everyone, if we make it to 2019, I predict that we will have flying cars, buildings in the sky, and the most prosperous economy will obviously be that of El Salvador, the mighty Central American powerhouse whose knit t-shirts are the talk of the town. Mark my words. When you think 2019, think El Salvador. So that was. I feel like that was pretty good. Um,
1: I think you're right on track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: I checked. I mean, it. 2019's not over. No, that's right. Yeah. I mean, you don't really know who's going to survive that. Uh, exp You know, the, when the other planet hits. Um, yeah, it's uh, El Salvador. Their uh, their primary export is knit t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So I was. I got that pretty right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It sounds, Lars, like you uh, potentially did mad for CRISPR right after
0: you recorded that. <laughs>
2: also, Lars, how old are you? Yeah, that's yeah. the real question.
0: Yeah.
2: Timeless question. is the North are Star. Are you uh, aging in reverse, Jimmy right. Button style?
0: Yeah, it's like Benjamin yeah. Buttons, but there's an umlaut over the U. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> Why is it plural? <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: but yeah we yeah you never get to see the buttons. I mean, that's one of the problems in the movie, right? Like they really hold back that part.
2: That was my biggest complaint. Yep. The and, and not enough if he's really that old, can't he go to multiple
0: planets? At least. At yeah,
3: least Mars, people. why would you just... Yeah, if, if eventually you're just going to be a baby drifting through space, why not Yeah, just really make it... Make it oh, that, you want. think
2: he... Is he immortal? Like, even after Nibiru crashes into our planet, he'll just be kind of
0: out there drifting yeah, that, around? That baby at the end of 2001 A Space Odyssey is Brad Pitt. <laughs>
3: That's what <laughs> I'm talking about. It was 2001 as <laughs> my only point of reference for children. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the well-known children's film. I like the idea that,
2: like, Benjamin Button would age all the way back to, say, a sperm and an egg. Mm-hmm. Just flopping
0: around. Yeah, yeah just be, he would just be a stain on that lady's dress or something.
2: <laughs> that's how babies get made. That doesn't make any sense, because that's the uh,
3: unfertilized yeah, version. Uh, no, it's already a living thing.
1: <laughs> unfertilized sperm also does not make a good pet. <laughs>
3: is it the Again, is it the adjective, though? <laughs> <An laughs> Imagine for you, fuck.
1: <laughs> Still waiting. All right, well, thanks, Kenneth, for reaching back deep into the archives for that one. Fucker's the Uh, noun. We all remember how 1969 took place after 2015. (laughs) Nathaniel, uh, let's see. You may or may not remember this clip. I remember you were doing a lot of narcotics back then. Mm. Uh, But, Kenneth, why don't you hit play and give us what Nathaniel had.
0: Well, before I get to my prediction, I want to know that I'm... I'm... What this is in farce. the old
1: episode now? Yeah. This
3: is a farce of justice.
0: This is still the audio from back then. <laughs> Hold on, let me get back into it. Do <laughs> <laughs> I have to do a voice so you know it was 2016?
4: Aw. 2016. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: 2016. I'm very excited but outraged about the all-female version of the Ghostbusters that's coming out soon. (laughs) Also, my prediction is that in three years, David Bowie will still be dead. Thank (laughs) you. Wow. I'm sure sweet. So thank you, Kenneth. Um, And I can can now confirm that he is still very much dead, so my prediction turned out to be accurate. Despite what Jeremy and his deep state commandos would have you believe, the technology simply hasn't advanced enough yet to reliably and sustainably reanimate a corpse Besides David Bowie is sixth in line after Bob Ross, Steve Irwin, and Magic Johnson.
1: Fucking <laughs> sheeple. Is this still the recording?
0: No. That's... This is Nathaniel commenting back on it. I don't know I if thanked, I'm ever that, trust you. I thanked Kenneth. Yeah.
2: That all-female Ghostbusters was uh, very threatening to my masculinity. Mm-hmm. It, only men can bust ghosts.
3: Mm, God. And that's bust a nut. Feel good. <laughs> <laughs> that's also, I think that depends on your definition of nut, whether or not that's true. Yeah.
2: I, just, I don't think it's realistic that women would bust ghosts. <laughs> yeah, what, It strains credulity.
3: <laughs> what supernatural uh, creature do you think they're more likely to t- try to take out? Uh, well, I don't want to be essentialist uh, here. Okay. Fair but enough. I just
2: want to say that I was offended. I mean, it's like when they had that woman in Star Wars.
4: Mm. A
1: yeah. lot of the fan fiction I read suggests Bigfoot.
4: Mm hmm.
0: Or Aunt Flo. Or <laughs> <laughs> Red Skeleton. Yes. yes. We're well, yeah, we just Flo. have to cut most of this episode. It's going to be
2: three minutes long. <laughs>
0: That's good. That's what I've been
2: shooting
3: for. Wait a yeah. minute, okay. Okay, and flow is obviously Is this obvious. still
1: the recording? Ant okay.
3: Flo is obviously a code for menstruation. Yes. Is that also true for Red Skelton? Yes. <laughs> and Bigfoot. And poor Red Bigfoot.
1: Bigfoot is slang for eclampsia.
4: They're
0: fighting communism, the Red Scare.
3: Uh... Squirting communists with the period blood. Okay, well, I
1: think we're exhausting <laughs> Kenneth's patience here. He's got a soccer game to go to. So, uh, Nathaniel, you might remember that I actually followed you um, in my prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, Lars, why don't you... Excuse uh, uh, me, <laughs> Kenneth. Uh, hey, oh, yeah, everybody. I, it now. I, I get you too mixed up. Uh, Kenneth, if you could just hit play and uh, play my, my clip, please. Play the tip. Just the tip, though, Kenneth. <laughs> Uh, So you guys know I'm the real film buff here, so here's a double scoop for you. (laughs) Uh, I have it from a Hollywood insider that by 2019 our long national nightmare will finally be over. You know what I'm talking about and the whole gang is going to be on board. I mean director Paul Weiland, Sir Tom Courtenay as Frayne, Moses Gunn as Giorgio Franchozi, Gloria Foster as the indomitable Medusa Johnson. That's right, fellas. America's most trustworthy family man, Bill Cosby, will be back in Leonard Part 7. Here's the kicker, Ryan. It comes on the heels of his Golden Globe winning performance in Ghost's Dad. The sequel comes out the same year. My sixth sense tells me that Mr. Cosby is finally going to get what he deserves, and so are we. <laughs> also, Gangnam Style comes back in 2019.
4: Hmm. Ooh boy. Well,
1: I gotta say, first off, uh, Gangnam Style never left, <laughs> so that was a miss. Yeah. Uh, but then otherwise, I think I'm pretty much on track. 2019 isn't over. The pieces are in place.
3: Yeah, you know, when it comes to people uh, sort of like coming back from, you know, um, infamy jail... I do think that uh, Bill Cosby might might make that jump because I recently watched a show about the history of comedy, and Louis C.K. was all over it. Um, but it was filmed like uh, four years ago.
0: Yeah, so, and isn't you know, Bill Cosby um, an actual jail? Right, as
3: I was to say, just yeah. Do you come
2: back from regular jail, like you come back <laughs> from celebrity jail? <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I just sometimes it's just like it's like all these unnecessary adjectives we throw in front of things on this podcast. You know, infamy jail, just jail. Pistol shrimp. Mm-hmm. Pistol shrimp.
0: Nurse shark. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> Which,
1: Which one of those, those is the adjectives? adjectives?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's a glug. Glug, glug. glug.
2: Yeah. Thank Knob you, gobbling
1: lizard.
3: <laughs> Knock it off with all your glug, glug, glug. Uh, I can't think of a noun.
1: All right. Uh, so that's that. That. Uh, thank you, Kenneth. That uh, transitions. Thanks,
4: transi-
3: Ken.
1: transitions yeah. us. Into the uh, speed round.
4: Speed round.
1: Uh, so let's see. For our speed round, as longtime listeners, which means the four of us know, um, this is where we respond to uh, impromptu stems. It looks like our first one is <laughs> this is a mouthful, both vocally and cognitively. <laughs> Someone's uh, rifling through some Venetian lines back
3: there. <laughs> I have one guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so let's see now that the can you hear me now guy defected <laughs> to sprint who is the next spo- spokesperson to jump ship to a rival company Jesus is this still the recording I think Wait, timely the next... as if ripped from today's headlines <laughs> I think, I,
3: I think that, that I think the can you hear me now guy has a few more stops to make on his road to fame you know
1: He's still in infamy jail. Yeah,
3: he's definitely going to be... I mean, Ruby Tuesdays, I think, is an open place for him. Uh, (laughs) He's
1: already been picked up by the cops running around naked shouting, Can you see me now, Dad?
0: (laughs) I heard that Wendy was actually now doing ads for Burger King.
4: Mm, Oh, scandalous. (laughs) She's
0: she's, she's shacking up with the Burger King.
1: Wouldn't you, though?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and meanwhile, Wendy scooped up Mac Tonight. So that's a coup.
1: That is, uh, that's a get.
3: And uh, Ronald McDonald is watching through the window
0: mm-hmm. on his giraffe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back around. Mm-hmm. Who does the giraffe represent? I mean, who did it? Who did it used to represent? And now... KB
0: KB Toys. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah to toys
3: are Us, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, he was. He was bought by Amazon and then eventually just quietly killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: He's a rug now in yeah. Jeff Bezos' house. He's, he's <laughs> repping a hole in the ground.
1: It seems like there are fewer spokespeople for brands. Right. Is 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 that true or is that just my feeling of things?
3: Yeah. Yeah, does um oh shucks, does Danica Patrick still represent the pornography themed? Internet web company, um, GoDaddy. Is that still? I think so. Come
1: here to register a domain name and swallow a dildo. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Cut out the (laughs) middleman. They uh, they brought the the
2: colonel back because you know, sort of vaguely racist uh, southern characters have never been more in style.
0: Yeah, it's true. But they, kept, they never settled on who was actually playing Colonel Sanders. Yeah.
2: For a while, it was Reba McIntyre.
0: And, really? and Norm <laughs> MacDonald and yeah. Jim Gaffigan.
3: Oh, he has many I, faces. I think
1: the most recent one might have been George Costanza. <laughs> TV's Jason Alexander. Wait, I got that back. Oh, it wasn't? <laughs> you may Wait, know so? me as Jason Alexander. <laughs> you, you may know
0: me as the rapist in <laughs> Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, that's
1: right.
3: Oh, man. Classic. Yeah finger looking so, good <laughs> right
1: speaking of KFC I saw that a plan to bring high speed internet to Kentucky was thwarted because squirrels kept chewing the lines. <laughs> that's classic that's,
4: um,
2: listen we, we, I've got that one topped we had just this week a news story in my hometown where a man fed a bunch of squirrel meth to make it oh. his attack squirrel
0: that was actually yeah, going to be my undomesticated was, pet yeah, yeah. That's right, meth squirrel mm-hmm.
2: yeah it was guarding his drug <laughs> yeah, den too- by the way, don't you think that squirrel's name is Walnut White?
3: <laughs> You've been waiting for this, <laughs> Is he cooking you? <laughs> the man? Yeah. Yeah. What's the, okay, so did it work? Did, it, did the squirrel become his attack squirrel?
2: The man denies that, it was, that he ever fed the squirrel drugs or that it was an attack squirrel. And the follow-up is that he, the authorities released it into the woods and the man hmm. went out to the woods and blew a whistle and the squirrel returned to him and they're reunited. Mm. Is that the squirrel
0: that attacked me in Washington, D.C.? Yes. Oh, in
2: front of the Smithsonian, one Mm -hmm. of my favorite memories ever. Were you carrying mm -hmm. meth? When a squirrel ran up Nathaniel's pants.
1: (laughs) Did you get rabies shots? Because that squirrel loves nuts.
0: (laughs) And then he yelled at real loud, Ryan, my penis just got hard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's changed now from big to hard.
0: (laughs) See, that's the difference of years. That's right.
1: Well, what would you
3: rather be, big or hard, if
0: you had to choose? I need to be one to be the other. <laughs> I, I just want breadth. They're, they're, they're comorbid.
3: <laughs> breath in terms of knowledge of many
0: different vaginas? Mm-hmm. His penis is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none.
4: <laughs> no, I want it to be Rest.
1: short, but broad, you know, with the circumference of, like, a oh, can broad. of corn.
0: Yeah. Is it's, that- it's, it's more like a lid. <laughs>
1: It's a it's a tuna can just attached to the bottom of my torso. Oh,
0: man. That sounds very satisfying. Is it dolphin-free? Ooh. For now. Not for long.
1: <laughs> but 2019
3: isn't. That's right. Sex dolphin. It's all about the adjective.
0: That's something CRISPR will give you. Well,
1: I think we nailed down uh, which spokespeople are going to be
0: jumping yeah. ships. I made a suggestion, so I think we're good. Yeah, I don't even know...
3: Uh, like who represents what? Like is Howie Long still representing Radio Shack? <laughs>
1: That's Evergreen.
3: <laughs>
1: I think he and the uh, Geico cavemen are now working on a joint project.
3: <laughs> right. These elect- and also uh, Terry Hatcher, right? These electronics are real and they're spectacular.
2: What was Terry Hatcher repping?
3: It was also Radio Shack. Oh, like, oh I hey, see. Howie. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about oh, this? Right,
1: right. They were partnered up. You've really? got yeah, questions, we've that. got answers She was there. She'll engaged wire
4: <laughs> uh, That's say, uh, so where it. I first
2: got into ham radios For my <laughs> ham radio podcast
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah just Which the, is how you met Clive Cussler, right?
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we've been working together for a while Okay <laughs> uh, At that point Remember, it's that never... was CussCast
0: Yeah
1: What's his call sign? <laughs> Nothing <laughs>
3: Aspera, Aspera Cuss 264
4: <laughs> Mm-hmm
1: all right. So the next one is, why do we only see Nanny from the Muppet babies from the socks down? I guess I'll make the obvious joke there. Well, you guys don't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: is it, do you think it's like a foster care situation or like a bulk oh. adoption situation? Oh, or that's like a good a question. question. What
2: is the nature? And also, is Nanny the mother or is she the nanny?
3: Right. Or, or the grandmother.
2: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah
1: that relationship isn't clear I had
2: always assumed some kind of
0: gross disfigurement
2: was presenting us, preventing us from seeing her I'm looking at an image
0: right now that goes all the way up to her uh, resticles keep going <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ <laughs> that may be fanfic <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah what side that to are, the are group you looking chat? at is that on GoDaddy <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: actually Danica Patrick's latest role she's prepping for the Muppet Baby yeah
0: I googled Danica Patrick slash nanny fiction <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific fetish. Mm-hmm. There was there was two
1: hits. It's so hot it can only be communicated through Morse code.
2: <laughs> also, what is the height of the Muppet babies if they are right. so short that they can be seen in their entirety below Nanny's
0: knees? Right. Like like three apples because high. Because
2: later the Muppets are like chest high. Don't I know Fozzie it? Fozzie Bear is you know chest high on someone.
3: Oh, yeah. But there's no accounting for scale in these universes, right? I mean, even within the um the Klondike's. No, that's not the name. What's the name of the, the gophers? The Fraggles? The, uh, Fraggle Rock. Thank you <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like Klondike six Rock. Honestly, I'm impressed with myself, myself being off. able to get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that,
0: I figured you'd get there. We met you more you than know? halfway on that one, Lars.
3: I mean, how many okay, I think there's there's four there's at least there's four levels of scale, right? There's the giants, the humans the doozers, and the fraggles, right? So who knows what what sort of being Nanny is.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. She doesn't have to be a human. That's right. I'm
1: like, right. this is now we're going I somewhere. I mean, it's a bunch yes. of monsters,
4: you know? Yeah. Literally.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's almost certain that the whole show is actually a shared delusion by the Muppets because they are just hmm. deformed children who are being kept in a basement, right?
2: Uh, oh, and this is
1: like their escape.
2: Uh-huh. The fantasies are their escape from this sort of Hannibal Lecter. That's all pretty obvious from the title sequence. Or um, yeah. or um, what's the Buffalo Bill style yeah. They're all being kept in a giant hole in the ground.
3: Who do you think he's trying to skin? Oh, yeah. Miss Piggy. Never mind. Sorry.
2: But Or maybe he wants Kermit's legs.
3: Oh, I mean, that's the yeah. entire
2: plot of the Muppet movie is that man wants to eat Kermit's legs.
3: Oh, so maybe it's kind of like a... Um, whatever, the Glass, was that the name of the <laughs> Sort of, it's like an unbreakable situation, like Nanny has brought together yes. all the Muppets. She's actually voiced goal. by
0: Samuel L. Jackson.
3: <laughs> okay, well, that, these pieces are starting One to fit
0: together. early roles. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson as Jenny Slate as Miss Nanny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this makes almost too much sense, but I have to say, I was thinking that maybe it was some sort of, a, kind of like a, more of like a cosmic... Uh, holding tank situation, you know, like something out of a comic book or uh, the the Bible, like a purgatory,
2: uh, a Muppet purgatory. Yeah, oh, they're yeah but like, but like, before yes. the Muppets are born, they're unbaptized like their souls. babies. Yeah, their uh, souls
1: waiting oh. to join us. Uh, no body. Yes. No, they're dead. But, is Nanny God in that scenario?
3: Oof. What does she do? What what what's the nature of her interaction with these Muppets? She scatters I don't even chicken remember feed. Her bro. She, she tells them to go to bed.
2: Yeah, she tells them to go to bed. She um, feeds them. Cleans up their okay. feces. Yeah. Though she feeds them mostly pork, which
3: is cruel. Yeah. They'll never mostly get to pork have and that. bear
0: meat, as it turns out. Yeah, with some Timothy Treadwell snuck in there.
4: <laughs> you remember when
2: Timothy Treadwell was eaten by Fozzie Bear? Waka waka! <laughs> uh,
3: Please, don't watch this. Can we do a brief reenactment of what Werner Herzog must have heard? Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. He's coming closer. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Get behind me. No, wait. I know how to do this. Uh, how do you get to Saskatchewan?
1: <laughs>
3: Saskatchewan?
1: Do you folks know that there what? is a new Muppet Babies? What? You... Yeah, they remade that. Yeah. It's on right now. Yeah. And it's CG. Yeah, that's
2: what uh, Nathaniel was referring to, I believe, with the Jenny Slate.
3: Oh. Is it like reboot? How realistic is the CGI? You'll,
1: you'll think it's a real Muppet.
4: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anywho, so that explains why we only see Nanny from the Socks down.
0: Yep, got <laughs> so, it.
1: Um, so our last one here is, what are the least popular Phil Collins albums? The least popular, and now I don't need to tell you, you know, you got a, a rich catalog to select from here. Face Value, Hello, I Must Be Going, you know, His Bomb, No Jacket Required, it goes on and on. Dear
3: God, it's me, Phil
2: Collins.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I would say that Jacket Required is his least popular
3: um, album. Yeah, it was very early, very conservative. <laughs> he really puts his face on a lot of these albums, huh? Yeah. You want to stamp Google. it. If
2: it's a Phil Collins album, <laughs> you want to stamp it with your image. You got to give the public yeah. what they want.
4: That's his <laughs> I would brand.
2: Say his uh, 2014 album, All About Alamo Memorabilia. <laughs> 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 Under the name Philip Collins.
0: Oh, I get the joke. Okay, yeah, yeah. we're all, uh, we're all on the same Google it's Google search results page. There's also a yeah. Phil Collins Muppet video.
2: There you go. When he's nanny from the Muppet Babies. Mm-hmm. This right. is all coming together. It's all starting to stink. And when he is, repped Radio Shack. Is is
1: Genesis actually good? Uh, you mean his? Genesis or the Peter Gabriel Great question. Gen- I mean,
3: Genesis. wasn't he in the band Genesis? He was.
1: Were they any was Genesis actually good? Um, they had some hits. I think okay. rock
2: critics, many rock critics would consider them good.
1: This is about to be a scene from American Psycho. You realize <laughs> Yeah, that, right? that's right.
3: <laughs> All that I've got. I feel I mean, I just feel like uh like like Genesis and like Roxy Music, they fit into this category of like um I don't know, it just reminds you of how, how silly criticism is. It's like when you listen to economists and you're like, oh, that person knows what they're talking about. And then you hear another economist just as lauded say, no, I, actually the opposite is true. It's like, well, who knows anything then? I really don't. This is Phil Collins' farce.
1: You don't think he exists? No. And the giraffe proves it. The existence <laughs> of the giraffe proves
2: the non-existence of Phil Collins.
1: Phil Collins is clearly the product of intelligent design. It does prove.
0: It does prove the Book of Genesis. Uh,
3: Jeremy's penis is a flat circle. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, CRISPR. CRISPR sort of disproves Genesis. I feel like.
1: I wasn't crazy about his album Big Philly Style. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan I knew you'd like that <laughs> Thank you I did Phil <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
3: I didn't like Welcome to Collinswood I thought that was a little
0: weird Phil I am Ooh. Dropped the beat down
1: I guess one way To sort this out Callback Is uh, Ryan Which Phil Collins Cassette tapes Did your dad Not shatter <laughs>
2: uh, Well he Was a fan of But seriously Because he thought It was serious uh, uh, but blood
1: sugar sex fill up was right out <laughs> <laughs>
2: That one he crushed Hello I must be going he smashed He said you'll be going alright And smashed it with a rock To, to hell And then he, uh, he smashed both sides Of the both sides cassette in 1993 uh, yeah. He liked Testify He thought it was a uh, religious album so we nice. kept that one. Sure.
3: Yeah. 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 He took that. Do you that. guys
1: remember, and this may be before your, your time, except you, Lars, of course. Um, <laughs> do you remember that Phil Collins tried to slide over into acting work uh, sort of in the mid ish 80s, early 90s?
3: No. What um, was he in?
1: Um, I mean, you know, he was in Miami, Miami Vice. Um, oh. What was that movie against? He did the song as well. I think it was Against, against All the Odds, maybe.
3: Oh, yes. Against All Odds. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. How can I just... Yeah, right, yeah. Against All Odds. Better known as Take a Look at Me Now.
1: Yep. But that is not its name.
0: I'm also... I got the Land of Confusion music video up. It's really Ooh. creepy.
1: Speaking of Muppets.
0: Yeah.
3: Who do you think... Okay, so people often can't remember the difference between um, Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel. Who do you think comes out ahead in that comparison?
1: People can't remember the difference between who, who are these people, Lars?
3: Me, like me, for instance. Yeah, just <laughs> like, to take a random, uh... Uh, to choose a random person. Yeah, yeah I, I know. don't know. Let's just say, oh, it was this guy with two thumbs who can't tell Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel apart. I know of like, what
0: Lars speaks.
3: Yeah, like, uh, you know, if I said, oh, remember that great Phil Collins song, uh, Sledgeham. In the Air, no, In the Air Tonight yeah. is one of his. What was What's the song from
1: Say Anything. Oh, in your
3: eyes. In your eyes. You know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, folk Collins. Like, nope, Peter Gabriel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You fucking millennials.
3: I get you
0: know, Hall Notes confused all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's why you might. Well...
2: You know that something that my dad did like was one time we went to Chuck E. Cheese and the Chuck E. Cheese band performed In the Air Tonight <laughs> and the animatronic gorilla went apeshit on that drum solo. <laughs> literally.
0: And then, and then it pointed to your dad indicating that he was the murderer.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, a lot
1: of people think that song is about um, Phil Collins' letting a man drown, drown who he, had, uh, he knew to be a murderer. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. It's actually about Phil Collins masturbating
3: while watching a man <laughs> drown who he knew to be a murderer.
4: Oof.
0: Yeah. Just in the air. That's what the drum so, solo's about.
3: Okay, so not to, not to spoil the party, but Phil Collins was not in the film against all odds. No, he just did the song. He was
1: in Buster, though.
3: Oh, Buster. I feel like you're sending me on an IMDb wild goose chase.
1: Don't worry, it's all going to get cut out.
3: The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Nope, Phil Collins is not showing up. He was great in that.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He was great not being in that. (laughs) And Peter Gabriel
0: was his stunt double.
1: Right, because people can't tell him apart. Yep, that's the implication.
0: I think the last five minutes of this episode should just be all of us typing on our computers. Right. (laughs)
2: So Genesis has an album from '81 called Abacab. Am I pronouncing
1: that correctly?
2: <laughs> just a Google fact.
1: Uh, yeah, it, it's actually pronounced Beetlejuice. Um, <laughs> just to call back to the weird way you produ- you pronounced that star's name.
3: Yeah, that's how we know you're from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Three times.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, don't don't say it again. Otherwise, high drinks. Speaking of that, do you remember how? Um, do you guys remember the Beetlejuice cartoon?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of the mask cartoon, but I think I remember the Beatles, Beetlejuice cartoon too.
1: Well, it was strange because you know, I mean, in that movie, he's uh, like a rapist, mm-hmm. and he's compelling a woman into sexual slavery, and then there's a children's yes. cartoon about it. <laughs> it's a delight. Yeah.
3: Who's he trying to get? Gina Davis or the old lady who smokes? Well, can't remember, off camera, both,
1: name. but um, okay, Winona okay. Ryder, so that he can stay in the living world.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Do they have to have sex? They have to be married. Oh, marry. And right.
0: the, I Which assume is it's code gonna be for sex. He has to consummate yeah. it. That's <laughs> while Alec Baldwin looks on.
4: Yeah,
3: that's one of the few moments you see her Winona Ryder's dead eyes actually look excited.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's
3: interesting. Dale. Uh, no
1: yeah yeah that was a Phil Collins album <laughs> alright well I guess that's it I believe it. It was Peter Gabriel uh, I guess we'll turn to the vote,
4: vote. 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 Right. Uh,
1: so we haven't done this in a long time especially with multiple choices Boy, what well, we can vote for ourselves no <laughs> uh, Ryan this isn't the uh, democrat primary um, Oh but... snap <laughs> topical no uh, this is actually being recorded in 2013.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Ryan, I guess you're up first. For whom do you vote?
2: Ooh, good question. I I liked the alligator argument. I thought that I would buy it. I, I'd have a pet alligator. So oh, I'm in you. for Lars. And okay, it's your birthday, nice. buddy. So happy birthday.
3: <laughs> I feel like that could have passed without being mentioned. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. No, no, no. I'm happy you're remembered. I'm 107. Jealous, though. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh oh, boy are my arms tired
1: Uh
2: Lars Uh yeah so Lars One vote for Lars
3: Oh yeah okay so Oof I mean they were all so great Um okay.
0: <laughs> Yeah I'm just honored to be
3: nominated yeah, yeah I mean I think just Yeah It's 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 an honor just to be part of this Quartet oh, I think I'll give it to Nathaniel Nathaniel I thought you did a great job
0: this week Thank you
3: Really really off the chain And sometimes off the mic mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Uh, Nathaniel, it's your turn. I haven't Boy. been counting votes. I'll just do this in post.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to vote for Ryan, but on a technic- I, I can't because he he technically didn't answer the question. So. I answered the question. Oh.
2: Any undomesticated animals combined together through CRISPR.
0: Mm, I think we needed a specific answer. <laughs> um, that and, is does not qualify. And Jeremy uses this as an excuse to make one of his funny lists. I do
2: love his patented funny list.
0: Yeah. I do too, but again, on a technicality. So yeah. only because it's a technicality and his birthday I'm gonna vote for Lars.
3: What a what a pleasant technicality, mm-hmm. thanks, Nathaniel.
0: That's how I just, that's how I introduce you to people. This is Lars. He's a pleasant technicality.
3: <laughs> He's been grandfathered in if
1: I was gonna vote for Nathaniel's giraffe, but I think that would deadlock us, wouldn't it? Has anyone been counting?
4: Yes, it would.
0: It would. Yeah.
1: Um, Well, I don't want that. I don't want to spend any longer on this than is legally required. So I'm going to. No, then we have to
0: have a runoff after that. I'm going to (laughs) give it to Actually, it's settled. uh, Boy,
2: does it. The tie winners play one round of Texas Hold'em.
1: So I think I'm going to. It's my vote, and I'm going to waste it. I'm going to give it to Lars. Uh, That'll make Lars the uh, consensus winner. Mm-hmm. Happy B Day, um, oh, Lars. Thanks. That means hey.
3: you have the. Wait a minute, just okay. Just just to keep things fair, honestly, I feel like that was actually kind of a tie between Nathaniel and I. Okay, so Nathaniel and I, we're going to do rock paper scissors. Okay, okay, just one round and it takes all. Okay, so one, two, three. Now you say what you did, and I'll I'll say what I did.
0: Okay, one, two, two, three. Three. Sisters. Still Collins.
3: <laughs> oh, and I had uh, I had rock. So See, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, looks like it's me this time. Mm-hmm.
0: That seems shady.
1: Uh, Lars, this gives you the terrible burden of selecting the uh, two-minute win-it prompt mm-hmm. for next time. Boy, think about what you want to answer two years from now.
0: <laughs> mm, <that's laughs> Where's your head <laughs> going to be? <laughs> yeah. Pick the Ooh, prompt that's four years push. old that we'll answer in three years. Yeah.
3: Yeah, what? Probably something be... about
1: who's going to replace John Stewart. <laughs> the show? That's right.
3: That's right. Let's go with who the should is Hillary sh- pick as her running mate? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Well, let's say is chivalry dead? <laughs> Two minutes.
1: All right. Well, okay. uh, we hope you'll join us in the next uh, decade when we get around to doing this.
0: We address... See you all in
4: 2023.
1: <laughs> Where is chivalry dead? Oh, boy. I never had a way to end these, and I certainly don't now.
4: Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Ope, 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 ope.